What's up, everybody? It's Graydon Bulick here with the Graydon Bulick Show. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, another another semester started. Today I'm here with uh, Coach Saunders of the Swasso baseball team. Coach, how are we doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing fine. Glad to be here. Uh, thank you for allowing me to sit down with you for a few minutes and discuss uh, the upcoming baseball season. Um, but if you want to, just go ahead and give us a little recap of, of last season. Yeah, last year... Um, we finished in the fourth spot, um, another run at a, at a postseason uh, for us, and you know ended there in Enid. It seems like when we get there with those top six teams, uh, we have never fared very well in Enid, um, even though it feels sometimes like a home game for us. Uh, but I think um, we just got to continue to try at it, you know, continue to kind of knock on the door and, and try to have a group that kind of go in there and make some noise. And, and this year being no different, um, you know, I think. We were a little bit injury plagued there towards the end of the year. Um, Pimentel was really battling a, a knee thing that nobody really knew about until probably the season ended. And uh, for him to kind of gut it out and a couple other guys to kind of step up and really help us to kind of be able to get in uh, to the tournament. And I think it said a whole lot about our group. The final three weeks, um, you know, I think we ended up jumping up three or four spots at that point to kind of finish in the four. Uh, it was fun to watch as that group. and. Uh, yeah, try to try to get it done all over again this uh, this spring, sir. Um, so you you talked about Pimentel um, and a few players from last season. Kind of give us a, a sense of who's coming back for for your team this year, or is it if anybody really is? Well, if anybody's followed us, they kind of know that uh, we're we're extremely junior college heavy, um, and it, it almost uh, it's almost like a two year turn, turnover for us um, every few years, and so. This year is kind of one of those years. Um, we return uh, Alex Bedard in center, and you know, Cannon McCune will be back uh, there on the infield. Chris Cloud's back. He was a little bit of a platoon guy for us last year, um, you know. And, and really, other than that, on the on the pitching side of it's, you know, Carter Hogan's going to be a big part of it. Uh, Dakota Jones, Chase Hamilton, um, Hayden Branch is back for us, and so we're going to lean pretty heavily on those guys right here out of the gate. Um, that have been through it before. They know kind of what to expect, especially with this first weekend that's coming up, and, and it seems like it gets earlier and earlier. Um, but we are, we're, we're a whole lot of new faces. Uh, there'll be a ton of different lineups and, and different roles for pitchers and all of those things. And so trying to sort that out before we get started uh, with conference is going to be key for us. Um, I mean, that's great. Like, and that's, I think that's every sport, um, not just baseball, trying to feel out who, who you've got coming back and where they've, you know, Kind of, you can see where they've grown in a year or so uh, since they've been here, and you're talking mainly JUCO guys. You only get two years with them, so so to see their experience and how different it is from the JUCO level to the Division two level, and I think you know, I think you've done a great job over your your past seasons here. Um, and then just kind of discuss this off season, and then uh, it, we'll we'll get into the games here shortly. But the preseason, what's this off season been looking like? I think with any new group, I think you just you battle to find your team's identity. Um, you know, there's certain things that you want your program to stand for, and we talk about those all the time uh, with our group throughout the fall. But until they decide who they're going to be as a group, you know, you're you're kind of fighting an uphill battle. I think until everybody kind of settles in and uh, the competition side of of you know who's at what position and all of those things kind of. Uh, I guess settles itself and guys can really worry about the team you know they can worry about how us as a group are going to try to you know win ball games and, and be a group, good group together and so I think it was really good to watch our group because you got to kind of see those growing pains and then now getting to watch them come back I think for the springtime and how close-knit this group is and, and how much they uh, they're a loose group and, and it's something we're going to talk about today um, 
we're a group that uh, they like to cut up and have fun and, and give each other a hard time. And, and uh, But they're close. Everywhere you go, I think you see seven, eight, nine of them together. And for me, it's a, it's a good sign for our group every year when it's like that. You know, I always worry when it's, you know, the one or two guys always kind of kind of together. But uh, this group is, is definitely a little bit different than that. Well, that's great. You know, being around town or being around school or being around places um, you may not usually are familiar with uh, with the team and it's always good to see see players uh, come together and actually be brothers you always talk about the the brotherhood of baseball the brotherhood of basketball and football and and that's not just at the college or division two level that's the sport in general I mean once you play uh, for me, it was football. Once I played college football, I was in you know a fraternity for life, and I know I didn't get to finish out what I wanted to do. But mm-hmm. you play a sport once, and you're a part of that family for life. And those guys have always got your back, and I think that's uh, that's a testament to you, coach. You know, explaining that to your players and making sure they understand that there's there's strength in numbers, there's unity in numbers, and I think that's um, that, that's impressive not only for you but for your team to fully understand. I think I think you probably hit it on the head. Um, whether you play a year, whether you play four or five or or whatever it may be, you are you you attach yourself to that group, and it, no matter where you go, if you it helps you, I think in jobs or uh, families or whatever it may be, you know you have that commonality with people um, as they come and go into your life, and it seems like uh, the baseball world, and in, in my perspective, is such a small world, and I'm sure for football it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. How you can kind of have connections through different people and. Uh, it's fun for those guys, for me, to watch those guys kind of have those experiences. Is that 100%, 100% agree. Um, so now let's, let's kind of get, jump forward to, to the season. Um, who's one guy you're really looking forward to have a great spring or multiple guys? I think for us, um, it starts at the top of our lineup. Alex Bedard's a guy that was really good for us last year. We got really lucky and got him at the break, which is rare. You know, you, you, don't, you, you tend to get guys at the break if you need them that may fill holes. But they're not like that. Uh, they're not, you know, when he, I mean, he's a lightning bolt. You know, he changes a lineup. And for us, it was, it was, it really did. It changed our entire lineup last year. Um, who he is as a player, who he is as a person, I think, embodies what we want. He's tough and he's a gritty kid and, and uh, everything he's got, he's worked for. And I think it really embodies Southwestern in a, in a, nutshell you know it has that very blue collar way of the way he plays and it's uh it's unapologetic you know even when when it ruffles some feathers sometimes I think in how he plays but I think that's kind of what we talk to them about it's kind of coming up to that red line and you know uh being able to really be consumed with how we play and not really worry about anybody else so I think it starts with Alex um on the pitching side of it Jackson Deedle is going to anchor us I think um he's such a competitive human he's going to hit also for us in the middle of our lineup but uh, you know, he's going to be one of those guys, I think, on the mound that there's going to be guys with better stuff, uh, more talent, whatever it may be, but it'd be hard-pressed to find two more competitive human beings. And, and I think he gets by on that. And, it's, I mean, he's a talented kid, and, and he's going to have enough stuff to uh, beat a lot of people, but I think he kind of takes himself to the next level with, with that competitiveness. That's great. Um, so to take a second from the game, take a break from that for a second, your players, we'll talk about you for a second. Um, I, I, I've talked to Corey Gantz. He plays mm-hmm. football here. Uh, okay. He knows you pretty well. Um, and he's he's always explained and told to me how, how great of a coach you are. And I I assumed you were. You know, I, I know you. Like, you're a great guy. Um, and But I never, from the baseball side of it, I never, I, I, just before the interview, I was looking at some stats. And, I mean, you haven't, I think you've had one losing season here in your eight seasons. And that's, 
I mean, in the GAC, I, I'm stuff. Obviously, I've never, I haven't looked at the baseball side of it very much, but I know on the football side, there's a lot of athletes in this conference, you bet. and and that's at every level, every sport, and so that's that. I mean, that's impressive to me to only have one losing seasons in in eight seasons. Um, what has it been like being here after you led the team, led Swasu in the GAC? You're, for, you're the first coach here, first year coaching in the GAC. What has that been like in your last eight years, winning it in 2016? Just just kind of give us a, a sense of what it's been like. Man, it's a blur, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's it, – what a good question. Um, it's something I don't get asked very very often, and I – you know, I, I still consider myself, sadly, the the young guy. But you know, I keep looking around, and uh, and even in our league, I'm I'm slowly moving my way up into one of the older guys. And uh, to be here, to get my first crack at this thing, I think when the when the Great American Conference took off, for me was probably the a blessing in disguise. Um, it was something new. Nobody knew anything about us or or how we ran things or anything like that. And so we we got to go at it with a clean slate. You know, this is going on year 15 at this place for me. Um, and I tell people this all the time. It was a place that I planned on being here a couple of years, like most GAs when they get here um, and taking off and, you know, carving out my path somewhere else and, and figuring that stuff out. But Weatherford and Southwestern's a funny place. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's a magnet, you know, and it can, tends to suck you in. I think if you look around our athletic department, you'll see that. You'll see these people that, that come in and this is home. And, uh, you know, and now I get to watch my two kids and, and watch them grow up in Weatherford. And it's, it's, it's one of those places that you want to see do well. And so for us, it's like you said, in 16, we were blessed enough to get a win a conference title, uh, a ride that I hadn't been on before as a coach. And so it, it was fun to be a part of. Um, now it's, and this is what we talked to our group, we, we hammered home in 16. Somebody's got to be the first group. Somebody's got to be the first one. And sure enough, they got it done. And I think now it's, okay, we've gotten to this point. Now somebody, like we alluded to earlier, somebody's going to go win and eat it, first of all. Um, And then at that point, somebody's got to go win a regional. You know, if we can win a regional, then we get to play in Cary. Um, And and I tease the guys all the time. I've never been out to the Carolinas. uh, uh, And for me, I don't plan on going until we get to go as a team. (laughs) So um, I think it'd be – it's something that's very doable here. Women's basketball showed that, I think, and they, they put us on a national stage that, that showed that anything's possible, and especially at our university. So it's, uh, there's going to be places that are bigger. There's going to be places, I think, that, that uh, are able to give more to their, their uh, athletic department. But I think we've got enough. We've got enough to do what we want to do and um, trying to get that done and trying to break through that next, that next barrier, I think, is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, and I think that's – Swasu and as general. a whole, yeah, yeah, in general. I mean, the girls' basketball team, obviously, like you alluded mm-hmm. to, did it last year, and you know had a chance to go win a national championship, and that's something that I don't know if has ever been done at this university, and if we have before, I mean, we've gotten there, we're we're there, we're we're on a national level now, and um, it's, I think it's it's a great time. The time is now. I mean, yeah. that is our that's our motto. The time is now to be a Swasu Bulldog, and I mean, football's on the come up I believe I know people say that every single year but for whatever reason there's a feeling in this in this building in this school that all right the football team is about to hit a stride agreed the the men's basketball team has almost doubled the amount of games they've won in three seasons um the baseball team has been solid all all the years in the GAC Mm -hmm. softball team is becoming better every every aspect of the athletics at Southwestern is 
expanding and only yeah. getting better. And as Coach Publish would say, you know, the, you can grow exponentially. Mm-hmm. There's room for exponential growth. And I think at Swasu we've embodied that that belief. Um, so let me pull up my questions here. Um, Friday, Pitt State. Yeah. The Edmond first pitch classic. How are we feeling about it? You know, we, we tease ourselves all the time, um, and I know they feel the same way, but we don't do any, ourselves any favors. There's no just, like, ease into the season and, and oh, let's, let's go get some, a few wins under our belt. Pitt State's a group that played, almost, uh, that played uh, into a regional semifinal last year. Um, you know, they were probably an arm short of, of getting to go to a World Series, and so uh, we were lucky enough to, to grab a game from them last year. Um, and I think they're going to be ready for us. I think they're they're going to understand that you know who we are. But um, at the same time, the fun part is it's a baseball game. You know they they're going to put their stuff on just like we do, and it's going to be who plays better that day. Um, Coach Fernelli is as storied a person in in Division Two baseball, and so to be at Pitt State and and to do as good a job as he's done in his first couple of years there, um, we've got our hands full. And then you kind of walk through the weekend, you know, Emporia. You know, we, and they kind of speak for themselves. Coach Fernelli was there uh, just before he took off to Pitt, um, and then Missouri Southern afterwards. And so you're talking about three teams that have been in regionals inside of the last couple of years, you know, and here we go. You know, it, it can be a huge mark on, I think, our record um, and our, I guess, body of work as we start to talk about that regional nod that we want every year, and I think that's the goal for us. But, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a tough one. It's I think it's it's going to help us that we play this weekend, and we don't play for a full week afterwards. We have that next weekend as a bye week, and we're off, and so it'll give our guys a chance to kind of settle in and, and really kind of uh, you know take a ten thousand foot view of who we are at that moment, uh, what we need to get better at, and, and really get ready for Ada because you know we we take off you know I guess what the the third weekend mm-hmm. um, we take off and go to Ada and, sure. and we won't look back we'll we'll get to come up for air in May so yep um, so this this weekend coming up um, it's it's going to be huge confidence booster if you I, I believe if you snag one but there's I don't there's no doubt in my mind you guys will snag all three and I highly doubt none of your players believe that they can't win a single one so if I know baseball players but uh but um you know good luck this weekend again your first game is the 31st uh, against Pitt State in the Edmond first pitch classic and then the first chance for for Swasu fans uh to see you guys at home is February 21st against Southeastern that'll be um a three game matchup and uh we're looking forward to it coach man thank you very much yeah we're we're looking forward to getting everybody back at home and uh that third weekend, I think everyone will be a little bit glad that we've waited a little bit to come home this time. So oh, it's not, uh, not 40 degrees out there and nasty. Absolutely. All right, Coach, thank you. Good luck this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Graham Bulick signing off with Coach Saunders. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. This is the Graham Bulick Show.